Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Access in Virginia are voted on in Richmond. We'll tell you how that went. From cannabis to education, Maryland's Black Caucus shares its priorities this legislative session. I'm Melissa Howell. And on Wall Street, the Dow picked up 206, the NASDAQ up 199. It's 7 o'clock. Charges for five fired Memphis police officers. This was wrong. This was criminal. Latest in the Biden classified documents case. The revelation caught prosecutors off guard. Marking 20 years since NASA's Columbia disaster. David M. Brown. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Five former Memphis police officers have been charged with murder and other crimes in the killing of Tyree Nichols, a driver who died following a traffic stop. CBS's Steve Futterman with the latest. Five officers, all fired from the force, now face charges of second-degree murder. We are here to pursue truth and justice, realizing that we should not be here. David Roush is with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Tyree Nichols died three days after being beaten following the traffic stop. Steve Mulroy is the district attorney who will prosecute the case. The world is watching us and we need to show the world what lessons we can learn from this tragedy. Both Nichols and the five officers are black. On Friday, the body cam video will be released. Attorneys for the five officers indicate they will plead not guilty. Steve Futterman, CBS News. President Biden is calling for peaceful protests and many big cities say they're preparing for possible protests. The National Archives sends a letter to administrations as far back as Reagan asking that personal records of U.S. presidents and vice presidents be checked for any classified documents. Meantime, CBS News has learned that the decision to have the FBI search President Biden's home was based in part on the fact that his lawyers conducted a search themselves one month earlier without first informing the Justice Department. President Biden's personal attorneys first searched his home and discovered classified documents on December 20th. They did so again on January 11th. Earlier this week, White House Counsel Spokesman Ian Sams told reporters... Those were coordinated with DOJ. Elsters will invest were caught off guard when they first heard that Mr. Biden's attorneys did their own search on December 20th. We're told that was a factor in the decision to send in FBI agents for a full search of the home last Friday. Steve Weiss, CBS News, Washington. The double murder trial of Alex Murdoch is underway. Prosecutors say the once prominent South Carolina lawyer killed his wife and 22-year-old son to distract from financial crimes that were about to come to light. Sergeant Daniel Green from the Colleton County Sheriff's Office was the first person to arrive on the scene. Did uh, you ever see any tears in your interactions with Mr. Murdoch? He did not appear to be crying. He was upset, but I did not see any visible tears. Murdoch's lawyer suggests officers disturb potential evidence at the scene. On Wall Street, stocks closed up. The Dow jumped 206 points. The Nasdaq rose 199 points. S&P 500 up 44. Now this. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 703 here on WTOP, Thursday evening, January 26, 2023. Some wind tonight, 47 in Roslyn, down to the 20s later.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The former Loudoun County school superintendent was in court today asking for a judge to dismiss criminal charges against him related to a pair of sexual assaults by a student at two different schools while this man was in charge of the school system. But the judge has denied his request, as we hear from WTOP's Nick Ionelli at the courthouse. The argument from Scott Ziegler's attorneys was essentially that Virginia's attorney general had overstepped his authority in convening the special grand jury that leveled the charges against Ziegler. That argument didn't work with the judge. He called it a narrow reading of statutory language. Ziegler is facing three misdemeanors in connection with how the Loudoun County school system handled two sexual assaults by one student in 2021. The father of one of the victims says it feels like the case is taking forever. By the time this is all said and done, this will probably have taken up four years. It's just disgusting. At the Loudoun County Courthouse, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. New this evening, staying with Virginia, the state Senate and Democrats there have defeated several bills that would have restricted abortion access in Virginia. That includes a proposed 15-week abortion ban that was a priority for Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. These were the first decisive legislative votes in Virginia since the Supreme Court's decision last year to overturn Roe v. Wade. Observers say barring some unusual move now, abortion rights restrictions are unlikely to be enacted this year in Virginia. It currently has some of the South's most permissive abortion laws. Maryland's Black Legislative Caucus is laying out priorities for this year's legislative session. As we hear from WTOP's Melissa Howell. The goal is to reduce cannabis criminal offenses to civil penalties punishable by fines instead of jail time. We have a legal and a moral obligation. Senator Jill Carter is sponsoring the legislation. To ensure that black people across Maryland who have borne the brunt of the criminalization are now put in a position where their damage is restored. And when it comes to education equity, the Black Caucus plans to support legislation that will address the disproportionate amount of student loan debt held by black Marylanders by doubling the amount currently invested in the Maryland Student Loan Tax Credit Program. Other policy priorities include health and housing. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. 705 Fairfax County Public Schools has already started recruiting teachers for next year. It's getting a quicker start than in the past. Now county leaders are considering whether they're paying teachers enough to bring in the best of the best and to keep current employees happy. The heavy hitters right now are Loudoun Prince William. That's school board member Megan McLaughlin responding to the 5% raise Prince William County school teachers are projected to earn next year. Fairfax County's proposed budget calls for a 3% boost. Board member Abraro Mace wonders if that's enough. The employee compensation piece does strike me as a place where our system is bleeding. Fairfax ranks fifth out of nine local school systems for total career earnings this year. And the county puts an average of $4,000 per year into teachers' retirement funds. But Chief Operating Officer Marty Smith says it may be hard for recent graduates to think that far ahead. It's hard for them to understand what that benefit might be down the road. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A local PE teacher is being recognized for the extraordinary impact he's had on students. The Northwest D.C. elementary and middle school educator is in the running for the nation's top teaching honor. We just have that opportunity to create a little person and mold them into something great. Coach Jamar Roundtree says he loves his job. He gets to use physical activity to help kids let off steam, learn that it's okay to fail as long as you keep trying, and just as important as getting them moving, to create a space for them to share and let go of whatever emotional weight they are carrying. But kids get an opportunity to share things they might not share in the, the regular classrooms. The Center City Public Charter School educator has already been selected as D.C.'s Teacher of the Year. The 2023 National Teacher of the Year will be announced in the spring. Shana Steelen, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a violent arrest a few weeks ago turns deadly in Memphis and now 
Tonight, five former police officers are facing murder charges. We'll get a live update from a Washington Post national security reporter who's just back from Memphis. Stay with us on WTOP. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there's no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. Good evening at 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On Montgomery County Beltway Interloop, couple of slow spots here and there through Bethesda and Silver Spring. No incidents reported in the roadway, though. And on northbound Route 29 at Four Corners, uh, that is uh, going to be the broken-down bus still in the right lane. Uh, at University Boulevard, causing delays from the Beltway northbound on Route 29. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right, same with 270. And uh, in Virginia, on Lawyers Road west of Hunter Mill, between there and Difficult Run, is the crash with the car down the embankment. Should be getting by by alternating there. On 95 southbound, a brief slowdown getting over the Occoquan past 123. Beyond that, the pace is good. And traffic on 66 is also running without delay in both directions. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-NVA. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper this evening. Low temperatures tonight in the upper 20s to mid-30s, so a cold night. Plenty of sun tomorrow, highs in the mid to upper 40s. On Saturday, we're warmer. Highs in the low to mid-50s and clouds increase throughout the day on Sunday, with some rain showers likely late in the day mainly overnight into Monday morning. And then watching a storm system that could bring us some wintry weather Tuesday or Wednesday, all dependent on the timing. Stay tuned for details. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. That's why we're here, your weather alert station, WTOP. Right now in Tyson's, it's 46, Potomac 40, L'Enfant Plaza 45. Gusty winds diminishing tonight. We're down to 28 for our overnight low. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 710. Five former Memphis police officers are charged with second-degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols this evening. He lost his life after a violent arrest by police earlier in the month. The DA says each of the recently fired officers played different roles in Nichols' death and that they are all responsible. Joining us live, Washington Post National Security Reporter Robert Klemko, who is just back from Memphis. Uh, Robert, how would you describe the mood in that city in anticipation of tonight's news? You know, I think people are, were fearful um, and, and worried, not necessarily uh, about how the officers would be dealt with legally, but what the consequences would be when the video is finally released. I think the city um, has planned this out strategically. Uh, to where they wanted people to really marinate on the results of the charging and the arrest before they saw the video. 
Um, there have been a lot of officials who have come out publicly in and around Memphis who have condemned in, in no uncertain terms the actions of the officers uh, in a way that you don't see with a lot of police brutality cases, um, which lends to my suspicion personally that this video is among the worst we've ever seen. Well, indeed, you've made three references to this dash cam arrest video set to come out at 7 p.m. Friday, uh, D.C. time. You haven't seen it, but how graphic and disturbing is it based on people you've interviewed and, and officials and, and what they're saying? You know, um, it was screened for the Nick, uh, close close uh, members of Nichols' family, so his mother, uh, his stepfather were there. Uh, it was screened for them by the city attorney, um, and what they described was a three-minute beating that includes uh, taser use, kicking, and stomping. And keep in mind that this was a 145, 150-pound man who struggled to put on weight because of his Crohn's disease up against five officers who, in their booking information today, all weighed over 200 pounds. Uh, two of them played college football. So, uh, I, you know... I, I think uh, it, it would be hard to – it's hard to sort of understand that sort of thing without seeing it. Tyree Nichols was black, as are the five police officers now charged with murder. Again, from those you're speaking with, will this case perhaps be looked upon any differently than other cases in which a black man died at the hands of white officers? I ask you as a national security reporter and the dynamics here at play uh, with police brutality. Yeah, uh, I went to the city council meeting for Memphis um, two nights ago, and there were about seven activists there uh, who spoke and held signs and sort of sparred with the officials there. Uh, if these had been five white officers, uh, I have to imagine that this would have been a uh, much different scene. Um, it does tamp down the response from uh, the activism community in a lot of ways and from regular folks when the officers involved are also police, uh, people of color uh, in this sort of case. Um, it's, it's the distinction between, um, you know, folks who see these issues as a uh, consequence of systemic racism and folks who see them as very black and white, you know, white officers carrying out racial grievances against people of color. Um, I think the activism community, um, folks fighting for police reform, would rather folks not see things so black and white, so linear, but it's just impossible for a lot of people. Such an excellent point there. I mean, we are just dealing with the fact that we need people who are driving a car, minding their own business to, to remain safe. That's, that's really the bottom line, regardless of uh, what your appearance may be, uh, what your skin color is. Uh, you know, each case is different here, Robert. We would never want to compare various family traumas. But again, is there a sense that this is another big moment in the, in the nation's racial reckoning? Or perhaps I'm a bit premature in asking that particular question. You know, just the way that these folks who have seen the video are talking about the video, I, I, I do think that we are on the verge of something like that. But again, the, the officers being black complicates this in a major way. Um, regular people uh, who are, are, are casual um, sideline observers of this sort of thing are not motivated to get out and get out of bed and protest on a weekend night uh, or a Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Uh, by this sort of thing, historically. Um, but again, this video could change things. Robert, thank you very much for the update. We appreciate hearing from you, and we'll talk again.
Thank you. Robert Klemko, he's Washington Post national security reporter, just back from Memphis, Tennessee, where we are expecting the dash cam video to be released tomorrow night after five police officers are charged with second-degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols. Stay close to WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 7-15, here's Rob Woodfork. All right, Maryland and Michigan uh, just reaching halftime at Xfinity Center, and that Terps defense is getting it done. Steve Dresner is live in College Park. He's got the first half summary. They are certainly getting it done, Rob. The key stat here is Michigan has turned the ball over 14 times in the first half. And we're at halftime with the Maryland women leading Michigan 39-29. to Diamond Miller, the hot hand in the second quarter, 13 total points after one half of play. Cheyenne Sellers with nine points. Maryland shooting 44% from the field. Michigan, 42%. Again, we're at the half in College Park. Maryland over Michigan, 39-29. All right, thank you, Steve. The uh, James Madison men just getting started against Coastal Carolina out to a 10-2 run or the Dukes to open the game. We're also just getting started at Capital One Arena. The Capitals and Penguins renew their storied hockey rivalry. We have no score in the first period. The uh, Capitals, though, on the power plays, we reach... Uh, the five-minute mark in this uh, first period. The first NFL head coaching domino has finally fallen. The Carolina Panthers choosing Frank Reich over interim coach Steve Wilkes, whose representative said today, we are shocked and disturbed by the move. And that, quote, there's a legitimate race problem in the NFL that will be addressed in the coming days. There is uh, justified outrage over Wilkes, who is one of the black coaches in the racial discrimination suit against the league and multiple teams not getting this job despite leading Carolina from a 1-4 and four start under Matt Rule to within a game of winning their division. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. 717, Virginia's Supreme Court has reversed a jury's decision to award a million dollars in damages to the family of a man shot and killed during a 29 standoff with police. Again, 2019 standoff with police. The 4-3 ruling involves the shooting of Jeffrey Tyree by Virginia Beach Police Detective Bradley Colas. Officers responded to a report of a man, Tyree, trying to harm himself, and police said Tyree was shot after he picked up a knife and approached an officer in a threatening manner. Police and prosecutors determined the shooting was justified. Cola still works as a city police officer in Virginia Beach. The Tyree family says it's disappointed with the decision and will explore further options, such as seeking a rehearing and reconsideration with the Supreme Court of Virginia. Top stories we're following for you at this hour. Five former Memphis police officers are charged with second-degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols. When is the dash cam arrest video coming out? That is 7 tomorrow evening. Motion denied. That is what a judge told former Loudoun County School Superintendent Scott Ziegler, who was in court today. And FDA advisors say we should only use one kind of COVID vaccine moving forward. Stay with WTOP for more about all of this in just minutes. 718 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 95 South, only briefly slow at the Occoquan. Now northbound after Quantico before exit 150 Triangle, the crash on the right side of the roadway. Again, that one is on the northbound side. And there is a bit of a slowdown coming up beginning before Quantico 
headed toward Triangle on northbound 95, again getting by to the left. On 66, we are without delay both ways, but on Lawyers Road just west of Hunter Mill, the crash continues to be worked on there. Around the Beltway, things are generally good. In Montgomery County, though, had one stopped on the inner loop after New Hampshire Avenue on the right side. They may have gotten it out of the roadway. And on 29 northbound and four corners, very slow from the Beltway, getting up to University with a broken-down bus. That has been blocking the right lane. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. Same with 270 and 50 running well out to the Bay Bridge and beyond. Make your way to the Phillips Collection for a once-in-a-lifetime exhibition. An Italian impressionist in Paris, Giuseppe Donitis, recently called Engaging and Revelatory by the Washington Post. Visit phillipscollection.org today. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Partly cloudy skies out there on this Thursday night with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s. Highs tomorrow in the mid to upper 40s, a seasonable day with plenty of sunshine, a nice finish to the work week. On Saturday, we're warmer. Highs in the low to mid-50s with plenty of sun. And clouds increase throughout the day on Sunday with highs in the low 50s. Some scattered late-day rain showers are possible with some rain looking likely overnight Sunday into Monday morning. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Emilia Draper. Chantilly 43, Penn Quarter 45 in Columbia 44. We are dropping below freezing tonight down to 28 degrees. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. 720 on WTOP. What changes can you expect to the metro schedule the next time you're waiting on that platform for the train to come? Stay with us on WTOP. Attention! If you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance. And you better watch out, because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, they'll fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Good evening at 721. I'm Doug Kammerer, Chief Meteorologist of Storm Team 4. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. We're your morning news team here on WTOP. We bring you Storm Team 4 weather reports. To help keep you warm and safe all winter. With the latest updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We'll tell you what's happening and what's coming. Ice, snow, drastic changes in temperature. Storm Team 4 and WTOP News, working together to help you deal with the weather. Hi, I'm Katie from Long Roofing. Winter is here and your roof might not be ready for the season. Snow, ice, and high winds can do serious damage to your home. A long roof will protect your most valuable investment for decades to come. Right now, no payments and no interest until 2024, plus $1,500 off your new roof. Schedule your free estimate today, and you'll see we do roof replacement the right way, the long way. 
This is WTOP News. 7.22. We are not yet riding Metro as frequently as we did before COVID, but some days do have more people than others, and Metro is adjusting to meet that demand. Trains run every 15 minutes on the orange-blue and what's known as the Blue Plus line right now. Effective February 7th, we'll be running 12-minute frequencies on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 6 to 9 a.m. and to 3 to 6 p.m. That's Metro GM Randy Clark, and he says that means from Roslyn through the city to Stadium Armory, you'll see trains passing through the core every three and a half minutes. And that is where the ridership demand is. On February 21st, you'll also see red line trains run every eight minutes from 6A to 9P, Tuesday through Thursday. And with more 7,000 series cars, all orange line trains will also be eight cars long starting on the 7th. John Dome in WTOP News. A little less than two months ago, an off-duty FBI agent shot and killed a man inside Metro Center during a fight. Nobody else at the station was hurt. Metro leaders say that's partly due to the actions of Victoria Stanley. She was operating a red line train full of passengers that day. As she approached Metro Center, she noticed the commotion and heard gunshots. Instead of opening the train doors, Operator Stanley kept, uh, kept them closed to protect the customers on her train and quickly began moving the train full of customers out of harm's way toward the next station. My description of this cannot convey how amazing Ms. Stanley's quick thinking was in this moment. Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg. At today's board hearing, Smedberg read social media posts from riders who thanked Stanley for keeping them safe. School security, of course, is top of mind across the country. In our area, artificial intelligence scanners will be demonstrated for Prince William County students and parents over the next month. It comes as the county considers whether to use them in schools. The county school board was asked if the Board of Supervisors considered helping fund the multi-million dollar investment. That is, if people approve of the plan to have the scanners in schools. Manassas City Schools agreed in December to pay for the scanners to be used at Osborne High School. 725 on WTOP. It's Money News 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Visa and MasterCard are forecasting a slowdown in consumer spending, a sign that high inflation has begun to bite. Both reported weaker-than-expected spending on their cards last quarter. Visa was up 1.7%. MasterCard jumped 11%. For Intel, recovery is a long way off. The computer chipmaker gave a dire forecast for this quarter, blaming sinking demand for PCs and tough competition in the server hardware market. It also sees a quarterly loss. Analysts were forecasting a profit. Tough times ahead for Hasbro. The toy maker says it expects to cut about a thousand full-time jobs, about 15% of its workforce. Hasbro shares are down sharply after hours. Wall Street turned a blind eye to a mixed reading on fourth-quarter economic growth and sent stocks higher. Dow Industrials jumped 206. The S&P added 44. The Nasdaq gained 199. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Checking out Asian markets tonight. Australia is up a quarter percent. Tokyo stock's up about the same amount. South Korea's Kospi up a fraction right now. Stay with us here on WTOP. Money News brought to you by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. 
Well, straight ahead here on WTOP, the full forecast going into the weekend, then the latest from Memphis, Tennessee, where five former police officers are now charged with murder. And even preparations in our area for any protests that may happen after a dash cam video is released tomorrow of the accused actions of those Memphis police officers. It's all ahead tonight on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that... If you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. 